listening to the mother days and i'm Teresa palmer and i'm sarah wright olson hi guys hi daisies hey daisies welcome <laughs> welcome to another episode of our show it's always a little discombobulated a little all over the place but <laughs> we are <laughs> here and ready to um chat it up and talk about some fun things and the yeah. last time that we left you guys i I think I had been traveling back or was traveling back to LA and you were bringing down the patriarchy, bringing down the patriarchy. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco. Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Thank you, everybody, for your amazing messages. It's so funny because when we sh did that episode, I was like, Teresa, I don't know if I'm going to like tell this story or not. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. And she was like, leave oh, you in. have to leave keep the story. In. Yeah, leave it in. And I'm so glad I did because... It was my favorite part of the episode. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I'm so glad I did because so many of you guys wrote in and talked about how much um, that meant to you. And uh, I was just so glad. And um, yeah, I was way outside my comfort zone, but really grateful that have, I was I have a question. Have you bumped into him? No. Or anyone who... <laughs> Or anyone who's like affiliated with? No, you haven't. Well, I did. I did bump into somebody that was affiliated with, and I told her the story, and she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh my god!" Like she could not believe wow. that he said that. And what's okay. crazy is that. <laughs> that I was so like reserved in the way that I was saying it. But like the thing he actually said was, do you give it to Eric the way that you gave it to Tom Cruise? That's what oh he my said God. in that movie. Oh instead my of God. that guy in that movie. What a pervert. I was just like, ew. It's so like, perverted. 
Why does he want to know so that gross. information so he can go home and like have it for his wank bank later in the day? Like, no, no, I think it was like, I think, you know how sometimes people say things because they feel like it makes them feel cool. Like, I almost oh. feel like it was like a joke to like be funny and like cool and say something that's like kind of inappropriate. Oh my God. And, and to me, I was just like, wow, that was, I'm not approved, but I was like, that was not cool and <laughs> super inappropriate, you know? Like, oh I gosh. was like, gross. What a really um, strange anyway, choice. So you guys had some pretty awesome messages and I really appreciated it. And um, it's awesome. This community is amazing. Like getting feedback from you guys, reading these DMs, um, we were Aww. just reading some of them now um right before we started and it's just so cool to um to be doing this and to be able to communicate with you guys so thank you Teresa what have you been up to you've been like um crazy over in what your have I world. been What's up been going to going on last time we left you your friend friend was um about to give birth or kind of yes to her first baby yep so she went to 41. The baby was born 41 plus three. Labor started 41 two. And I'm going to let her tell her story if she wants to tell her story. So I won't like divulge too much, but let's just say, oh my God, it was like, <laughs> it was such, it was such a pivot. Like I was so happy because we did get to the, um, my main thing was I didn't want to get to the birth center too early or too late because I with Forrest I arrived so late I was 10 centimeters dilated when I arrived when I gave birth to Forrest and that was like I just kind of miscalculated for myself and so with this I was like okay ideally she arrives at like six to seven and we got there and I thought she was closer to sort of five but I'd heard that her mum and her sister had really fast births so I was like right okay better to err on the side of caution so we rock up and the midwife's like oh you're six to seven and I was like yeah party whoa oh my gosh let's go have a baby um and it didn't really unfold like that I was like yeah we were dancing to Kanye we were like woo like playing all these songs like Kid Cudi like we're in the shower she was laboring and I was like oh she's in transition this is happening like I thought it was the fastest birth we were all like high-fiving each other she was like this is this is not bad at all this is not what I thought anyway let's just say things changed (laughs) but the wonderful thing was the baby was stable the entire way through perfect happy heartbeat which was amazing the whole way through never a dip with the heartbeat but just lots of interesting moments where there was like pivot after pivot after pivot and there were there were times when I would just go to the toilet cry and then come back and be in it and just still keep being the supportive friend and I just I felt for her so much and her and her partner and I would just look at each other with tears in our eyes being like we what's happening um but she I've never seen anything like it like what a warrior she battled through it um for so long and then we ended up you know changing plans which I also explained to her she still got to have a vaginal birth which was what we wanted which was the outcome obviously healthy baby healthy mummy is what we wanted and both of those things happened and of course there was 
feelings when plans had to change. And it was like that loss of expectation and yeah yeah the idea of how it would unfold and suddenly things fully changed and I explained to her too that happened to me I had a home birth transfer with my first baby and of course I had ideas of how it was going to unfold and I had to completely do a reframe at the end of my labor realizing oh I'm going to be giving birth in the hospital and um, so it was just about trying to stay the path and keep positive with all the changes that came up. And I, I, I just like it gave me such like profound, deep respect, even though it was already there, but it gave me such feelings of gratitude to birth workers, to midwives, to doulas, the people who are there and like advocating when things are getting really hard and the mindset is shifting of the birthing person. And it's, it's incredible. Like we, we didn't sleep for a really long time, Nick and I, her partner. And there was a, there was a moment where I was like, I fell asleep on a mat on the floor when Susie was getting some rest. And it was just like, I just kept thinking of these midwives who do these shifts, these long shifts and the doulas who are there from the moment someone goes into labor. Some people labor for three, four days. So it was um, it was such a marathon and I'm so proud of Susie and how she handled it. And it's just like giving me a newfound respect for her and the baby is gorgeous. Oh, my, oh God. my God. She's beautiful I mean, that's and the healthy. Thing, right? Oh, if you have this amazing, healthy outcome after like such a rigorous, you know, experience, like you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, everybody's healthy. I know. But I mean, it's interesting because I have heard a couple of um, people talk about births recently where they um, had a like really long amount of pushing. And I, yeah. Um, I rem- I just like that happened to me with my first birth and mm-hmm. um and I just feel so much I can actually if I really think about it I can feel the way that my bottom felt after pushing oh, for that long babes. because when you have that much pressure like pushing against everything but like the baby's not coming out like maybe the baby wasn't in optimal positioning and so you know the baby's like pressing against your cervix and everything so anyway it's just like crazy how much pressure that you feel down there after the fact whereas like if you have a normal pushing situation where it's like you know a few minutes to like a half an hour whatever that Mm -hmm. is then it to me like you know, it doesn't, it has not felt as intense as that first Mm -hmm. time when it was like the four hours of pushing. So anyway, I just like feel so deeply. Yeah. I, we, when we were in it and she was able to get some rest and you know, the, the like edge of the contractions had been taken away. Um, Mm. I was able to share with her about your birth and about your pushing stage. And I was like, yeah, I haven't, experienced this before except for with Sarah which was the first birth I ever saw and I actually have a question do you remember in the four hours of pushing Mm -hmm. were you manually pushing or were you having the full fetal ejection reflex where your whole you couldn't help but push or were you having to like 
were you trying to push? So I was having that feeling of needing to push, but it was like Mm -hmm. a confusing feeling because in my other births, now that I've had three, right? um, The feeling of needing to push and then and then actually bearing down those things all felt right together. But in the first birth, the feeling of like needing to push and then pushing, like it just, it really felt unsuccessful. Like it didn't feel like anything was happening, but I kept feeling this like urgency. Anytime a contraction was coming, like it's almost like um, if you were going to go poop, right? It's like, yeah, you yeah. feel like you have to go poop and you need to sit on the potty and then you need to like, you know, actually like bear push down. and go into it. So bear down. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, but then I would go to the bear down thing and then like, it, I don't know. It's like, I kept being like, am I not doing this right? Like it was so confusing yes. Yes. because I wasn't feeling successful. But the reason is because the baby was pressing against my cervix and that was swelling and then yeah and then that was just and he was just not in the optimal positioning right so Mm -hmm. um yeah but it's interesting because like that uh feeling of it not being successful at that stage but still feeling like you needed to like get the baby out is such a confusing back and forth Spring is here and school is coming to a close and life could not be crazier. Um, So one of the things that has helped our family so much on those super packed weekends and weekdays with sports and school and all the things has been Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering pre-portion and prep quality whole foods. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, responsibly sourced protein, and chef-designed recipes in every box. And for our family, we have two people who are gluten-free. So it's been amazing picking out these like gluten-free recipes with the kids. You can find clean meals to suit your lifestyle with preferences like Mediterranean, plant-based, gluten-free, protein-packed, keto, calorie-smart, and gut health. My kids love following along with the Green Chef recipes, pulling them out of the box, looking at the pictures, putting everything together. They put on their little aprons and we do it as a family. It's so fast. It saved us so much time. And it's been something really fun to do together and teach the kids new recipes. You guys can go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Okay, guys, check out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, as you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. 
NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, a silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mamas and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it. We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, oh, you smell so good. <laughs> it is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness. It's self-love. It's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. I think as a first time mom, you don't, if someone's asking you questions, like, do you feel it in your bottom? And you're like, yes, I do. Yes. So then do you want to push? Mm. I, sure. I'll push. Like, it's such an interesting thing because I also didn't have that with Bodie, my first birth. Mm -hmm. I, I was like right. manually pushing for such a long time. Remember at my house, right. they were having me push and push. So a similar thing happened in this situation. And as the like, you know, acting doula, even though I'm not actually a doula, so I don't think I'm allowed to use that term. As a birth supporter. You're a doula now. Um, yeah. As a birth supporter, I was also like trying to gauge, is, is this the right thing? Should she be? Should she be bearing down for this long? Is yeah. this right? Like does she have a cervical lip? What is going on? Like it was just yeah. wild. And we'll, you know, get into more details when we have Susie on to um, describe it all. But wow, it was wild. And right before that, a few days before that, because I, I was really not sleeping because I was waiting for the phone call that she's in labor. So I was waking oh, yeah. up. I was tired for a really <laughs> long time. And then dealing with like the things I was talking about the other day about um, on the podcast, 
just like, you know, big life changes and what we're going to do. And we're in the middle of the strike. And then, yes. you know, we had to move out of this house because we had a renter coming in, but we actually had to stay in Adelaide. So we had nowhere to move to. And there was just oh. so much uncertainty. And I was just kind of, I was going through the ringer. And, um, and then just to top it all off, we had, you know, the, the renter came over who was, um, she's moving into our house in a few days and we're moving out somewhere else. And she was like, Hey, I'm going to bring my dogs over because, um, she's actually keeping my dogs here at the house and they're the same kind of dog. So she's got a Labradoodle and a Groodle and I have a Labradoodle and a Groodle. So she's just keeping them here for the months that she's renting. And she was like, I'll bring them over so they can get like acquainted to each other on home turf. And I was like, great idea. And she was like, oh, just so you know, like my dogs aren't great with cats. I was like, oh, okay, I'll lock my cat up. And because I hadn't been sleeping, I just had this really shit ass day where I raced back to the house. The house was a bloody pigsty. It was because Mark, Mark likes to make the school lunches in the morning before school but Uh I like to make them the night before and have them in the fridge so it's just one job I don't have to do so we're making four lunches because Prairie has toddler class a few days a week as well where you get to go with her so I was like all right you make them in the morning like we'll tag team anyway he happened to get out of bed a bit later that day and we were just in a bloody rush I was like doing the lunches getting everyone dressed teeth brush and who has it why don't you have your shoes on what do you mean the socks don't fit mom can you go find some socks oh my god like it was just one of those mornings zipped out of the house but then realized that the house was foul that it was so messy and I had this beautiful renter coming over to look at the house for me to go through all the different systems and I was like she's gonna walk in and be like uh I changed my mind I don't want to be I'm not renting this like (laughs) oh god gross so I was like racing back home to tidy up the house I like run into the house and Prairie's fallen asleep in the car I'm running into the house left her in the car because it's winter here so I was like okay she'll just sleep in the car she usually sleeps for an hour. I'm like tidying up the house and I meant to tell my mum, oh, can you listen out for Prairie? And yeah. I sort of like sort of yelled it towards her, but I didn't say like, hey, mum, Prairie's in the car. She's asleep. Can you just make sure she's all good? I didn't do that. I kind of was like, mum, she's in the car, blah, blah, blah. Like as I'm like tidying everything up, racing around, making the house look good, she rocks up and then I'm talking with her and blah, blah, blah. And about 30 minutes goes by and then I'm, I'm t- talking about my fireplace and I was like, well, you know, we have a little one and just so you know, this fireplace, the gate here, um, it's actually broken, the pecs, so don't let your little one like go near the fireplace. And I was like, little one, prairie. Oh my God. And I like <gasps> raced to the car and I opened the car and I was like, Mom, did you check on her? And she was like, I didn't know she was in the car. Anyway, oh my God. I opened the car. She's like, <gasps> doing the cry. No. I know. She's doing the bloody cry. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh. So I've totally messed this up and I have Prairie and she's crying and my mom's like I didn't hear you and I was like it's all good and she would have probably she did she wasn't so bad so I think she'd probably been in there for five minutes crying but then I'm all flustered I've got the baby I'm still just trying to play it cool and like walk through the house and breastfeeding her and then she was like oh is there anywhere we can store our plate like we've got a bunch of stuff that we need to store because they're renovating And the roof of their house is coming off. So they actually have to store a bunch of their stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, come up here to the granny flat. Like, it's perfect. Like, you could store the stuff. 
opened the granny flat door. I was like, right in here, the cat <gasps> is in there. Oh, no. Her dogs have followed us up into no, the granny no, no, flat. No, no, no. And then I was like, oh, my no. gosh. Like it was the it was slow motion. My cat flies Stop. up in the air, like literally jumps almost to the ceiling, like oh like, my god, like a full vampire oh style, like like full sharp claws out, like pew, like just flies at her dog's face. Her dog's barking at the cat, and then out. Then they're off. And by the way, my land is ten acres of land. The cat is off. Four dogs in hot pursuit, like. Like running after the cat. No. The cat's like, Meh. I'm hearing barking and screaming and the cat meowing. And I have prairie in my arms and I'm racing with prairie like ah! after these dogs. And she grabs her one dog by the collar. She manages to get one dog. And I'm still in hot pursuit after the other three dogs. And my dogs are all riled up, even though they're best friends with the cat. They're just following along with this chase. And oh, so her geez. dog's like chasing after the cat. And then I'm racing down through the paddock, like running through the scrub, like, oh, I'm prairies, like oh, what the no. hell is going on? I'm screaming oh. at the top of my lungs for my mum because I'm like, mum, because I needed her to grab prairie so I could try and like save the cat. <laughs> what is she doing? Mum mom was like on the phone to one of someone inside the house she didn't hear me screaming Guillermo oh, Mark's brother didn't hear me screaming and I finally oh, no. they come they run back up to the house and then her dog grabs my cat in its mouth and starts no. doing like the death shake no! where it's like shake 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 so I grab her dog by the collar. I've got the I've got the baby in my arm and I just do these swift like boom boom these two big kicks to the dog and the dog like drops the cat but the cat's bleeding and has like, like, managed to crawl himself up a tree and I'm screaming <gasps> for my mum because the dog is still like really riled up and Prairie's crying oh. in my arms. She's already gone for, from one trauma to the next trauma. Oh, and I'm like, where gosh. are you, mom? I need you. And then finally, oh. like, the um the woman comes down and she and I was like, oh my god, your dog had my cat in its mouth. And here, do you let's put your dogs in the car? Like, I don't know where my cat's gone. I think it's injured. And so we put the dogs in the car. And finally, my mom comes out like do 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 do. And I was like, stop. Mom, did you not hear what was going on? And she was like, No, no, I was on the, I was on the phone to Uncle Peter, and I was like, Mom, I need, you, I need you to take Prairie. The cat's gone, and it's, and I'm so like, also trying <sighs> to keep it cool and chill with her because she was like, I'm so yeah. sorry, to, I'm mortified, and I was like, This is my fault. This is not you. You told me your dogs <sighs> aren't good with cats. Jeez. Like, I totally <laughs> forgot I put the cat there. I don't know what is wrong with me today. And so she was like, oh, I'm going to go home. So oh she my left. God. My mom oh, has geez. the baby. I'm out like trying to get the cat down from a tree and I can see all this Are slobber and blood. I'm literally like my whole body shaking. at this point? I, yeah. No, I was just like, I called the vet and I was like, this just happened. And he, and he was like, what do you see? Tell me what you see. And I was like, I can see Jeez. it at the top of the tree. It's so high up. I don't know how to get it down. And I can see blood coming out of its mouth. And he's like, the, the vet literally says to me, this sounds fatal. I was like, oh, God. Stop. Oh, God. 
And so then I'm yelling out to Guillermo, like my sweet brother-in-law, who's like the biggest oh nerd, gosh. like, but he's like a cool nerd, but he's afraid of like, he's not really into cats and dogs. He's not like a big animal person. Oh, and I was like, gee, gosh. can you help me? Like, can you please just help me? I don't know how you can help, but just somehow I've got to get this cat down. Like, can you just uh, like hold my feet while I climb the tree and I'm climbing the tree and all these branches are snapping and I'm trying to get the cat and it's like going like making the weirdest noises it's so stressed out and like you should see me I had this beanie on I had a big scarf around my neck so I like didn't get too scratched I had these garden gloves on I'm climbing the fucking tree and then Guillermo's like let me have a go and that's like, you know, he's the sweetest, nerdiest. He, he's so beautiful. But I was like, are you for real? Like, no, you're not going to go out there. And <laughs> it's like my beautiful autistic brother-in-law who I would never send up a tree. But then he was like, really? Was like, no, I want to do this. And I was like, are you sure? Aww. He takes the beanie off, puts the gloves on, wraps the, he's never climbed a tree in his life. He's like, this is the first time oh I've gosh. ever climbed a tree. I was like, oh, I geez. don't think this is a great idea. <laughs> Cut to like 25 minutes later, I'm like telling him which branches to go on. He gets that cat down from the tree and like oh we had gosh. to sort of literally <gasps> climbed up the top. He did it. He It was like the most amazing thing to witness. I was like, you've been like born into this like man of the wild somehow from like sweet Guillermo to like this dude who's climbing at the top of the tree being the hero of the day pulls the cat down and there was this one moment where the cat was dangling from the top top of the tree by its paws and its whole body was just dangling like it would have died and I was like, Guillermo, grab anything you can get, a leg, a paw, the scrub, its head, like its tail, anything so it doesn't drop from this height, anything. And it's literally like out of a movie. It's like its claws and it was crying so loudly. And oh he my grabs gosh, his Tess. paw as it drops <gasps> and like manages to climb down holding onto the cat's paw and sort of flings the cat from halfway down and the cat like lands at my feet and he's okay I put it in the cat carrier zip it off to the vet and I was like Guillermo way to just come through and just save the day <laughs> be the unlikely hero like it, I've got I a mean, post of amazing. footage it was amazing Sarah I was like what is going on and then um wow. you know thousands of dollars later the cat's actually fine. They thought they had it had like a puncture in its lung and all this stuff. It was oh, so the of kids course, were of crying like so many. You walk things. into a vet and your <laughs> yeah. animals injured at all, and they're like, mm, "Yeah, it looks like it's a, it got a punctured <laughs> lung. We're gonna have to do some scans. Really, really oh, scans. Yeah, scans. Let me put three X-rays? grand on your credit card and just don't worry. It's just oh. to hold it just in case. And then it's like, you know, we gotta do blood work. Well, how much does blood work cost? Oh, eight hundred dollars. What? Oh, yes, the worst. it was seriously like that. And then you, if you don't pay <laughs> so it that bad. day, they hold your animal hostage. Because I was like. Like, wait, yeah. I need to transfer some money to. I wasn't expecting this, so I've just got to. Yeah, no. And they were like, mm, "Well, um, they, we'll keep the cat until seven p.m. and then um, it, you'll have to pay for another night. So you got to get the money to us by <laughs> seven. I was like, "Okay, wait, just scrambling. Hang, let me move it from this to the. All right, I need fine. a brown like, bag. I seriously was like, this is the most insane thing that ever happened. Anyway, wait, that, was that like, day needed to be over. It was over, and then the birth was the next day. So. 
Stop! Like, Are you serious? Like most <gasps> insane few days that I was like, "What is happening to me? What? Why is this was my it life a full right moon? now?" I do not know, crazy. but I will say yeah. all this weird shit crap cracked open afterwards. I said crapped open. It uh, kind of was like open. we got crapped on <laughs> and then we crapped open. Yes. But then uh. all this awesome shit started coming, like these opportunities and things. And I was like, okay, I obviously just mm-hmm. had to be dragged through the absolute fucking shit hell for like in order for the light to come in. So there you go. Anyway. Why is it like like that though because I do feel like I feel like that is the case a lot of times that we sort of have to like find our way through this like struggle to and then you know like like I read something the other day about how um you know you never hit your head on like your shirt never catches on the doorknob um, except for when you're having a really bad day. It's like so true. <laughs> like, so true. You know, when you're like going, when you're like running through the house to grab something and it's like, never is it on like a great day that your shirt catches on the doorknob and rips you backwards. You know, it's that like is so only true. the days when everything's falling. And the other day, like I... I was literally, Eric opened the dishwasher on my shin. I hit my head on a cabinet within (laughs) a matter of minutes. Like, this, yes. Like, so many weird things. Like, I got hit in the shin or in the ankle by a rock when I was just walking down. Because I was like, oh, I want to get in the ocean. And this, like, giant rock hits me in the ankle. (laughs) And then we got back up here. And it was, like, accidentally Eric opened the dishwasher on my shin. And then I walked into the laundry room to grab something. And I reached over to do it. And I turned back to say something to Eric. And I whacked my head on a cabinet above us. And I was just, like... Okay, the day needs to be over. Like, we it just need the day to be over. <laughs> You're like, at least that's the third one. I know I'm good for a while. Do you know, I but always why? explained I, so it away by like, okay, so, you know, I'm like a big believer in like energy and low vibrational headspace yes, and high yes. vibes. I do notice that there is such a pattern when I am in a low vibrational headspace and I'm feeling sorry yeah. for myself and things are like, really hard and I'm like oh this sucks or I'm complaining more crappy stuff happens like I'm yeah and I swear to god well this is just my interpretation but it. it's because I'm like putting <laughs> out low vibes around like oh this sucks oh I hate it those things are coming my way it's like more bad news is coming my way and then yeah. I then get to a point where I laugh about how it couldn't be any worse that's and then right. once I laugh about it, it's almost like I release the energy surrounding mm-hmm. it and the hold it has on me. And I just reframe. I'm like, oh, well, like if I can get through this, like, woo, I can get through anything. And then the pivot brings in the higher vibe feelings. And all of a sudden mm. I'm like, oh, my God, we just booked an amazing renter for three weeks. Like, woo, oh, okay. Like I just got this like ambassador opportunity. Oh, my gosh, this cool email just landed. In. So yeah. it's, it's funny. It's it's taking for me. It's like when I just jump into the headspace of like, right, could things feel really crap right now? I'm just going to kind of laugh about it, move through it the best way I can, but just have a smile on my face and be grateful for like the funny side of these things. And then it yes. just like, it changes. I, I feel it shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, I totally hear that. And I love it. Like, I love hearing about that too. Cause do you, do you notice that? Okay. So you know how they talk about how like in the beginning of the year we get, we have our like resolutions or like, what are we going to do this year? Like we're writing out our gratitude list and like all of these like Mm -hmm. things and expectations. And then we get into this rhythm of like, okay, you know, whatever it is, it's like, now I'm doing my like movement every day or my exercises, or, you know, I'm eating a certain way, or I'm trying this thing, or like, I'm going to do my gratitude. And then you get into the rhythm of like, life and work and school and like, whatever it is. And then do you ever like wake up one day and go, wait, how many, when did I, was the last time I did my gratitude list? Like, mm-hmm. wh- have I been in such a rhythm where I was like, wait, I haven't done any of my high vibration stuff for like over a month and a half. I don't even remember how I did that every day. Like, yes. you know, it's yes. so funny how easily you can slip out of and into a different pattern and a pattern that's sort of like taking you down a wrong road, you know? And then yes. you go like, oh, right. Okay, wait, I want to get back to that feeling and that energy and that thing that I was doing every day. Like, I got to find my way back to that. I just got to do it, yes. you know? Like, that's and right. then go there. Cause I've done that where I'm like, oh, I haven't been doing my. Um, like sitting there, like in the morning doing my list. Cause you know, somebody, somebody DM'd us about this and said like, how do you do this every day? And like, what's your routine? Like, give me your routine. And so my routine shifts a little bit, but I was talking about the sort of movement routine recently where like that has been my consistency. Um, but in that I kind of like, lost some of my, okay, I need to like do my gratitude list. So my dream routine would be get up in the morning, do coffee, do a workout, you know, try to do sauna or do like cold shower or like whatever that is. And then do my gratitude list. And all of this would happen before Mm. 7am or 7.30 so that I could be like ready for my day and taking the kids to school and all of that but I've gotten all of that stuff for me done before my day starts. And so um, I just think like getting into that kind of a routine is so healthy for me. That's what, you know, once I'm doing it, I'm like, whoa, I'm so high. Like my vibration is so, so high, but I'll like forget to do certain things. And then I just, it's like, you know, a month later I go, oh, wait, what happened to that thing that? that I was wanting to do? Yeah. It's so funny that you say that because I had this weird thing the other day. Mark and I got invited. Oh, my God, it was unbelievable. Sarah, it was so unbelievable. So I just got back from the World Cup, right? Yes. And and the Australian team, the Matildas, were playing France. Uh, And it was going to be our biggest, hardest match. And this is like to get us to go to the grand final. I know it's not called the grand final, all the people out there, the final, I don't know. I'm new to soccer guys. So there you go. (laughs) Anyway, so we got invited by Tourism Australia and um, I I love those guys and we're really excited to go and we're like, oh my God, let's just, let's go. And we were at the airport in the morning and we were leaving the older three kids with my mum and Guillermo, my, um, you know, my brother-in-law. So just for one night and we took Prairie with us and we were getting a babysitter. So we were like, okay, let's get everyone sorted. And of course, 
I didn't, I wasn't organized enough the night before to have everyone's outfits laid out and blah, blah, blah. So the morning felt really rushed and we got to the airport and I didn't have any makeup on. I was like, oh, I hadn't showered, nothing. And I bumped into this person (laughs) that I knew and she was always like so beautiful at school. Um, really kind girl, like a few years below me at school. And, um, and I bumped into her and she's just like stunningly beautiful. She's got her three children, her hairs were blow dried. Like she just looked so gorgeous and put together and stuff. And I was like talking to her. And then afterwards I said to Mark, I was like, Oh, and then I got recognized. That was the that was the other thing. I got recognized at the airport <laughs> by someone who came up and was like, I love Discovery of Witches, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like suddenly really self-conscious. And I said to Mark, Aww. like, you know, I'm like, I stink. I didn't have a bloody shower. I'm all frazzled. I've got no makeup on. I haven't even had time to put my eyebrows on, which I never like going out without my eyebrows on. And I was like, <laughs> I just feel so gross. And I'm sure this woman, and I, it was just a self-critical thing. And I was like, this woman like yeah. loves me in a discovery, which is I'm sure she was like, whoa, she looks rough in real life. Like I just had this horrible <laughs> inner self-voice. And then I was thinking about this girl that I bumped into and she was like, probably in my head I was like she's probably like oh god she's uh she looks a little worse for wear and I said to Mark (laughs) you know what like I just don't I don't take care of myself I take care of everyone else Mm. and I don't take care of myself and he does he really does like he will no I know he does you know what he's like like he has his like (laughs) routines and his showers and his things and and, you know meanwhile I'm running around like a banshee like like trying to get everyone to school on time and he also doesn't care he gets his workout he doesn't care if the kids are late for school I like fundamentally care it is such a big problem for me if they're not there to have 15 minutes before school because I know that they like having that transition time before school and so I will literally be half dressed racing out the door not caring what I'm going to look like in the school playground but now I'm realizing like oh god it would be so nice it would just be so nice to like have a moment to lock the bathroom door and knowing that everyone's getting dressed and you know breakfast is on and we're going to get out the door just to have five minutes to even just put a bit of makeup on or put my eyebrows on, brush my hair even, you know, like put some deodorant on. And then um, so last night Mark was like, well, you just have to carve the time out. You actually just have to do it. And I was like, okay. So last night I said to he was like, I'll make their lunches in the morning. And I was like, no, no, because I'm going to carve out some time for myself in the morning. And I know you making lunches in the morning is me dragging you out of bed like faster to like start doing the lunches. So I was like, (laughs) I'm going to have this already by the front door. So Mm. last night I had all the, even the the littlest things that take time, like filling up the water bottles. So I had four water bottles lined up by the front door next to the bags. I had all the clothes, all their school clothes lined out. I had the the things that like, they'll be like, where's my, whatever it is. I had it all in the bag, all ready to go by the front door. And I was like, okay, this feels amazing. So all I need to do is wake up and do breakfast and have them brush Mm -hmm. their teeth and make sure that they're dressed. And I'm going to have some time. So I actually had 10 minutes this morning. 10 freaking oh, minutes, which is yes, unheard of girl. for me. 
and I went into the bathroom and I put some mascara on. Look, that's why I'm wearing uh, makeup right now. I have like gorgeous. a cute top that I pulled out. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be yes. winning in the school playground. I'm going to rock up. People are going to be like, wait, I mean, what? Is that her? That doesn't look like Teresa. Anyway, so rock <laughs> up. We got there so early. I got to school at 8.20. So they, the kids, not only did they have the 15 minutes, they had an extra 10 minutes on top of that. I could go and find school jumpers that the kids had lost. I found a rogue water bottle in the playground that was ours. Like <laughs> it was so good. So just committing, like what you said, just committing like to that, to yourself, to your being like, I'm yes. showing up for myself in this way. It has made the right. day run so oh. much better by just being a little bit more organized and allowing myself yeah. to have some self-care time. Yeah. It's so awesome. And that I was just going to say, what did that do for you um, mentally just to like be able to actually go, okay, this is what I need for me, whatever it is, by the way, because like, yes. if it, for me, like most of the time when I go to school, like I feel real, when I take the kids to school or whatever, I feel really put together, even though my hair is wet mm. and I don't have makeup on, but I've like, worked out, done breakfast, like, you know, all the things and then showered, put my clothes on that I want to put on. And I feel like so refreshed and good. And I'm like yes. taking them to school before I start my day. So to me, that feels like that's the level of put together that I feel, but it makes me feel yes. so good. So like, what did that do for you? Did it make you feel more organized? Did you like feel like, okay, I can like grab my day now and like go for it? Awesome. I felt happy instead of the rush because it's yes. there's always a rush in the morning. Like it's because yeah. we live quite far from the school, it's 40 minutes to get to drive yeah. actually longer, 45 minutes in the car to go down the hill. And then oftentimes I have to drive back up the hill 30 minutes to then drop Poet, which is what I had to do this morning oh, before geez. we recorded this podcast. And I felt so great. I was in such a good mood. We hopped in the car. I played all this music. We we're all jiving and hanging out and having so much fun. And I just, it just felt good to be able to go and I could check in with all the teachers and it was just yeah. so nice. And I found I've been banging on to Bodie about for so long to find his school jumper, which you'd yeah. call a sweater. Um, and he has just <laughs> left it. He's just left it somewhere at school. Yes. And he came yeah, home yeah, with, yeah. he literally came home. He picked any old jumper from Lost Property and he wrote his name on it like Bodie Palmer. He was like, yeah, yeah, Stop. I found it. And I was like, excuse me, that is not yours. That's a size 14. I've never bought you a size 14 jumper. You're and like, I was like, no, that is good. so nice cheeky. Like, good one. Yeah, like, not cool. Oh, it's been sitting at the bottom of lost property for months, mom. Yeah. I've seen it. That I've been thinking about taking this one. I was like, I don't want some random person's jumper. <laughs> like, you need to find yours. That's your responsibility. Yes. So I made him go back today and tell the school <laughs> that he had taken it that out he of did property that? and oh wrote his gosh. name on it. And I was like, you're going to go to the front office and you're, and they all laughed about it. But I was like, I want oh you to own gosh. up to this and be like, <laughs> I took this out of lost property. This was not mine. This is someone else's. Oh, so like I had to cross wow. his name out and like put it back in lost property. And I was like, and you'll find yours at some point you'll find yours. But Today I was very excited to find a, a water bottle that I got at the Ash Party 
open the Australian <laughs> Open where she won. It was this like water bottle with my name Palmer on it, oh and I had given gosh. it to Forrest, and I was like, "Do not lose this. This is meaningful to me." And then of course, like he lost it, and I I had the time to find it today at school, and it made me so happy. Oh, That's so awesome. I just feel yes. so good. Like I feel like, okay, I can go accomplish so much because I've like started my day this way. And, um, and I think especially if you're on the same page with your partner and you're like, yes. you know, we're getting up at five 30 or six or like whatever Ugh. it is that you, I don't know what time, you know, everybody has to like be at work in the morning or drop kids off at school. But for me, if I'm getting up at five 30 or six, then I can get everything accomplished before seven. And then we That's usually insane. leave at like seven 30, seven 45, which is okay. so nice. So do you then- every morning you try and get up mm-hmm. that early? Yeah, I just I go to bed early too though. I'm in bed by seven thirty, eight o'clock. So when are you, you know, asleep? We asleep eight, probably like more like nine. Like I don't fall asleep Sarah, until nine. I'll you're you're a butterfly. What? Like what even how? How? I just don't understand. <laughs> how do you I mean, do there's this? sometimes when I might wake up at ten. I mean might go to bed at ten, but I'm not up. I'm like in bed resting and like sometimes I'll be on my phone sometimes I'll read it just depends I shouldn't be on my phone but um but sometimes I'm like communicating with my Australian friends uh at that time (laughs) yeah and um yeah but I mean to go to bed at that time then I'm able to just automatically wake up early at like 5 30 something six as the sun is coming up because I don't have curtains in our room and so um it's great and it it it's so nice. I'll just like pop straight. I used to be the person that couldn't handle the mornings. Like I just yeah. hated them all through school. And now I'm like, it's morning. I get to go make coffee. I'm going to brush my teeth. I like brush my teeth straight away. And then I go make coffee. The only reason why I'm actually talking through some of this stuff, you guys, is because people have been DMing and asking, like, how do you fit this stuff in? Like, when do you do yeah. it? Because it's so someone was asking us like about the the routine and just fitting in the like idea of doing a gratitude list, but it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. That's the thing. It's like if I do a 20 minute workout on my app or 30 minute workout and then, you know, sit there afterwards or like I'm in the shower and I just run through like a gratitude list or just like, these are the things that I'm excited Mm. about. And this is what I'm grateful for. And like, wow, my family is healthy and I'm healthy and like, whatever it is. Then it's like, I come out of the shower. I do my face oils, throw on a dress and I'm like, boom, ready to start the day. And so heaven, that's so great. This morning I woke up, my body just woke me up before prairie. Usually it's the other way around Um, Mm -hmm. at 6.45. And so that feels, I like between 6.30 and 6.45 for me feels like a good wake up where things aren't so intense at the house in the morning where it's like out the door. Um, That's right. Last night I was so exhausted early that I fell asleep at 10 and usually Mm. Mark comes in the room at 11 and I'm always just waiting for him to get into bed. And so last night we were both really tired. So we fell asleep at 10 and right before, because I've been feeling, and I think it could just be as easy as shifting these nighttime hours a little bit earlier and waking up earlier. Mm -hmm. 
the rush and the busyness has been feeling a lot and we don't have a cleaner at the moment at the house. So I'm cleaning, I'm trying to keep everything clean. Yeah. We have eight people living in the house and there's just yeah. this never ending to-do list that I've just been like, I can't accomplish it all. There's just not enough hours in the day. Not but enough I think hours in a day. Adjusting no. the time you go to bed and the time you wake up really makes an impact. I also, on just that other random note last night, like you were saying, when you get into your routine and you're sort of missing the things that serve you, I have, remember when like a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about how like, oh, my manifesting hasn't been great. And Yes. The whole reason why I think this has been happening is because it's so busy. And I think having the fourth child now have a little bit more independence, it also means there are more things for her to do. Like she loves her toddler class. Right. She loves her ballet. She, so now I'm really feeling the like, oh, I've got four kids with all different things, activities yeah. and extracurricular things going on. And I've got these two different schools and the total classes here. And so I, I feel really spread thin. And obviously, you know, we don't have a nanny, so it's Mark and I, but Mark's been working full-time. So this is what, this is what I've been feeling. It's like mm-hmm. full-time work. And my mum has been wonderful at the house. She does our washing. Um, that's like the thing she loves to do is our laundry. So that's great. But even the other day she was like, it's getting overwhelming. I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll be doing it as well. Like, <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's just there's been so much that I haven't been dedicating myself to my usual practice of taking stock of all the things I'm grateful for and getting into bed and like doing our tarot cards mm. together. Mark and I are like so yeah. into this stuff. And like connecting, I haven't been finding the time to do that. And so last night, because I always go on my phone at nighttime because it's the only time that I get to actually like really just switch off and just go on to my phone. Last night, I um, I, I told you I've been going on Reddit, right? So all the different yes. threads on Reddit. So I found this thread last night. I'm, I belong to the law of attraction thread, but then I found this other one called <laughs> Awake, the Awakened thread on read it and I was like oh awakened and so I started like looking through it and it was all about this like oh my this, gosh this perspective of like you know the infinite we had but an infinite like drop in the ocean like we're all like energy <laughs> and whatever and I was like oh my god I'm reading it already feeling so much better and Mark was in the room and I was uh. like I am just part of the cosmos. Like I just am a cosmic being, one with the stars. And he was like, it's true. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, how can you be? How can you live in this esoteric place and like feel all these things? Mm-hmm. But then also ground it back down to just like the responsibilities of your actual so life true. and doing yeah. all the things and paying the bills. And do- how can I keep the higher consciousness tapped in whilst also like being a being of the world where we actually are part of society and we have responsibilities and I think it's hard you just do you just do and that was his like parting (laughs) words of of wisdom as I (laughs) fell asleep but it actually made me appreciate I was like a I love the fact that I have a husband that I can be like I am one with the cosmos like I am an infinite part of a drop of the universe (laughs) and he was just like yes you are I love it because I, I have mean, so many other friends whose partners would be like, okay, like get off the grass. But, <laughs> yeah, what'd you but smoke? He was like, yes, you are. And this morning he woke 
up and he was like, I really loved that you said that last night. And I was like, Aww. oh, thank you for like showing up for me in my like consciousness state before bed. <laughs> oh, I the love joys. that so much. Oh, it's so good. I love that so much. And it's, it's true. Like, I think it's hard to sort of blend those two. And maybe the more we practice, the better that's going to get. But I will say that since we sort of like, like folded our conversation today into this, I think it's because we both need it. And it's like important Mm. for us to discuss it because um, carving out that time in the morning, in the evening, whatever it is that you need, or like you can fit in, Um, For all of you that are listening, maybe some of you, this will resonate and just, you know, try taking that, that moment, like that, that piece of time, that 20 minutes, 30 minutes, like whatever it is, where you get up a little bit earlier, and maybe that's hard to do, but like, just try it out and see if, um, if that helps you to get to that higher vibration because you're taking care of yourself before you're mm. like, you know, taking care of everybody else. And they say when you put the mask on yourself first, you're able to take care of put the mask on your little That's ones. So right? True. It's like this the same thing. And this week, by the way, was um Esme's birthday. Yes. And uh oh, and I did what a magic a- little unicorn she is. Oh my gosh, she is. And for anybody who didn't see my post, I was like having this, your conversation made me think of this. I'm just going to like end our conversation today in this way. But um, Esme and I were talking before bed um, and I said to her, like, I'm so, I'm so glad that you chose me to be your mom. Like, I just, I love you so much. And being your mom is just such an amazing thing. And she said, um, and I wrote this on Instagram. So if you guys saw it, you know, but, but if not, Um, she said to me like, oh yeah, I remember, I remember standing in line and I saw, she was like, there were so many people, but I waited in line for you. And Mm -hmm. she was like, why it had to go first, but then I got to be with you. And I was like, what? (laughs) I mean, do you know why that bugged me out? I read that and I was like, Esme, because I think she's there is like something about her and Forrest anyway there's just like there's just something there's some both of those two but um the fact that she said that makes me feel like you know they say children are so aware and that they're so open and they still remember like what life was like before right mm-hmm. that the fact that she said that was so I actually told Mark this morning because Bodhi said something so similar a few years ago to us as well, that there was like a big crowd of children and he put his hand up because he's like, I want, they're the ones I want, I want them. And he got to like move through this crowd to the front and put his hand up and was like, that's the mum for me, that's the dad for me. And he got to come and he jumped, he told me he jumped through this black hole and it went and he could see all the galaxy and he came in and then he was in my womb. And so when Esme said that, I was like, wait, are they all just experiencing this? Is this what it's like in the before? Is this what it is? I know. know. It's so funny. I wonder... 
it makes me want to like talk to the people that created that movie Soul. I don't know if you saw Soul, but um, yes. Soul is this like amazing Pixar movie. But the way that um, Esme has always talked to me about like, you know, her time before and the way that you just described that with Bodhi, it's the same as this way that it, the movie is like where they're oh. sort of like jumping into the this like black hole abyss and they're going through the galaxies and then they end up you know on earth and I mean Esme literally said I saw you and I saw your hair and your beautiful hair and I she's like and I just knew you were the mom for me like I knew you were my mom and she's like and I saw dad and she's like and and I just I just was like that's it like that and so I waited for you and that's what she said she's like I waited for you because why I went first I know. And I was like, I I was like, oh, that's so sweet that she just came up with this. But then I was like, but weirdly, it makes me think of the, like the all the things she used to say to me when she was like two and three years old, you know, and it was just like, oh feel, it felt like such a natural thing to say. I don't know. So cool. Do you know what's weird? So Soul came out in 2020 because I was like, oh, yeah. maybe Bodhi got it from that. But Bodhi said it when he was like really little like five or something because I was like so you're right maybe no, we need I to remember go to him Seoul. saying that yeah I'm like maybe I know. we need to go to the producers of Soul and be like did you gather and these like, stories where as did well? you get yeah where are the stories? did your kids yeah. tell you this <laughs> oh my gosh okay. I want to look so, it up <laughs> okay for anybody who's listening if your kids have told you because actually somebody dm'd me afterwards and told me some story about their kid saying something similar like that to them um, when they were really little. And I know they say that like veil is so thin with children and they remember things and there's so many cool things that they can kind of um, like, as, like Esme will tell me like, you know, oh yeah, about things about my dad. She's like, did I know your dad? Cause I feel like I did know your dad. <sighs> and I'm like, she was in my belly when my dad was dying. So, of course, like, she never met him. But I'm but like, it's crossed. always so funny that she's like, hmm, I feel like I, I, feel like I knew your dad, you know? <sighs> and so, I don't know. If you guys are listening and you have any cool stories like this, please share them with us. DM us. Let's because, do a whole um, podcast episode whole on it. episode. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this that. This is like back I would to the love... ghost stories thing that we did. I know. <laughs> but now it's but past lives. But I do lives. think we should. It is past lives. And I do. Do you think we maybe we have a conversation with maybe we bring somebody on that we well I really want to bring on Laura Lynn Jackson call I it know. in you guys daisies call it in with us like we're Laura we've definitely got a yes and so we want to like figure out scheduling now. a time with her yeah because I really want to ask her about this exact thing which I think yes. is just so fascinating uh, oh it gave me goosebumps okay. yay what an episode I know. I love okay it. what an episode all right we love you daisies um Thank you for joining us. And we have some pretty amazing things coming up. We've been waiting to release. um, So we're really excited. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much. We love you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.